unbelievable defense by Josh Okoge. Wolves cast, audio on demand. Drives his kick out pass, stolen by Covington. Robs off to the races, to the bucket, lay him good, and he drew a foul. Down the left side, the lane goes up on Towns. Towns blocked the shot. He goes up strong and rejects Anthony Davis. They are ecstatic over on the Wolves bench as Ryan Saunders has won his coaching debut. Welcome inside another episode of Wolves Cast here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. I am Cal Soderquist with you as always. We've got a fun episode ahead for you as there certainly has been plenty of happenings with the Wolves of late. This week we will shine the spotlight on the newest member of the Minnesota Timberwolves as late last week the team announced they had acquired sharpshooter Alan Crabb from the Atlanta Hawks in exchange for Jeff Teague and Travion Graham. Coming up shortly, voice of the Wolves' Alan Horton will sit down with Crabb himself. Plus, earlier this week, the Wolves, they were able to play as part of the NBA's annual Martin Luther King Jr. Day Showcase, Minnesota's first MLK Day game since 2015. We will hear from big man Carl Anthony Towns on the importance of the holiday and look back at arguably the Wolves' biggest MLK Day moment in franchise history. So stay tuned for all of that. But first... As we mentioned, the Wolves busy last week working the phones, acquiring Alan Crabb from the Atlanta Hawks. With just about two weeks until the league's trade deadline, it's a deal that the team hopes will inject some needed outside shooting into the lineup. Here's head coach Ryan Saunders. I think he brings definitely a shooting element. He brings a you know a veteran presence too, and uh, you know just a guy who kind of knows knows where to be you know within within the offense spacing wise, and I think that that can really help a young group. Now, when word came from President of Basketball Operations Gerson Rosas that Crab was coming to Minnesota, Saunders didn't have to go far for some advanced intel. Two of the assistants on his staff, David Vanterpool and Pablo Prigioni, both spent time with Crab in Portland and Brooklyn, respectively. And the head coach values that kind of input. I rely on assistants a lot. That's important to do as as a coach is you make sure you know everybody has a say. And you know one of the things is that guys can have say with is um, you know strengths and weaknesses of players that they've coached with because it's hey, it's a small league. I mean, there's plenty of times you're if you think you're not going to coach a guy again, you know there's a good chance you might because things happen. So you know, we're fortunate to have guys who have worked with Allen and who know him. And because of those guys who know Crab, Saunders expects there should be at least some foundational familiarity as far as Crab learning the system here in Minnesota. You know, he's he's played uh, in similar systems. You know, we were able to go through some things with him yesterday. Uh, and then, you know, having a shoot around today helps. You know, it's a lot of concepts, a lot of, you know, different terminology, but a lot of the same actions uh, that he'd be used to. And it wasn't just Saunders and his staff excited about Crab's arrival. Here's big man Carl Anthony Towns on what Crab can bring to the team. I think his shooting and his, um, his uh, ability to score is going to help us a lot. And, um, you know, spreading out the floor for Andrew and um, for our, our offense is going to be great. So, you know, there's a lot of positives with him coming in, and we're very excited to uh, see what he can do. The man who ultimately orchestrated the deal, of course, was Rosas, and he believes that bringing in Crab added to a solid group of wing players and should create some healthy competition at the position. You know, coach's mantra and my philosophy is the same as you got to earn those opportunities. And 
to be fair to the guys here that have been working hard, there's competition. And, and it's my job to bring in as much talent as possible so guys can compete. That's the kind of system you want to have. So he'll be given every opportunity. You know, he's got the right and the ability to fit into what we want to play. So coach will give him a shot. But the competition is good for us at that position. Now, when he was asked whether or not the team was done making deals in advance of next month's deadline, Rosa said he and his hardworking staff in the front office will continue exploring every avenue to improve their roster. Every day in and out we're going to continue to look for opportunities to build the foundation of this organization from a talent base. Uh, we like our guys and every day we're getting better in terms of the development of our players. I mean it's tough, you know, we want more wins and losses just like everybody, but the reality is we're excited about the work that we're doing to see Andrew have his first triple-double, you know, to see Jared and the success that he's having like our guys are growing and developing and as much as we can invest and develop internally through player development that's a big priority but any way that we can improve this ball club we're going to continue to aggressively look to make sure that those things happen. Yeah, the league's February 6th trade deadline rapidly approaching in just about two weeks from now. Coming up we will hear from Alan Crabb himself as he sat down with Voice of the Wolves Alan Horton and later on, we will celebrate this week's MLK holiday. Keep it right here. This is Wolvescast on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Minnesota, the City's Edition MSP Original Single Game Ticket Packages are on sale now. Purchase one today and get game night tickets to see your Wolves sport the new City's Edition uniform. Plus, receive one of our made-in MSP 4 MSP retail items on the house. You could see the Rockets, the Celtics, the Magic, or the Knicks. All games include Wolves Auction and a unique retail item. Don't miss out on the chance to see primetime action while repping MSP. Visit Timberwolves.com MSP to see all four packages. Welcome back to WolvesCast. Cal Soderquist here with you from our NBA Tonight studios in Minneapolis. Last segment, you heard from Ryan Saunders, Gerson Rosas, and Carl Anthony Towns on the team's recent acquisition of Alan Crabb. Now, let's hear from the man himself. As earlier this week, Timberwolves radio play-by-play -play voice Alan Horton caught up with the newest member of the squad. The newest Timberwolf Alan Crabb is along with me here. Alan, welcome to the Wolves. I know it was just a shoot-around earlier today, but do you get a chance to be around the guys? How was it? It was good, man. I mean, you know, you always want to get around the guys as soon as possible when you get traded, you know, try to, you know, build some camaraderie, you know, build some chemistry already. But the good thing about it is I already got to, you know, play with some of these guys, Bass, Noah. Jake. Uh, so, you know, it's always good to go to a, a new situation with familiar faces as well. It makes the transition a little easier, but I'm just happy to be here, man. It's a new opportunity, a new situation for me, so just looking to make the most of it. Not only did you play with Shabazz and Jake and Noah, but you coached under in Portland with David Vanderpool and last year in Brooklyn with Pablo Pergioni, so there's some does it help to know those guys and what they're implementing defensively and offensively? Yeah, it is, man. And, you know, I came in even yesterday just to get a little workout in on the off day, you know, got up with Pablo and, you know, just kind of talked to him over, like, you know, the offensive sets that we run, trying to, you know, figure out where I'll be most effective, where I'll be getting most of my shots at in the offense. So, uh, you know, man, like I said, I'm just excited, man. You know, you always get into a new opportunity, a new situation, man. You always are very, you know, going to it with a positive, optimistic mood and, you know, just wish the best for it. So I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to be in an organization that, you know what I'm saying, they got guys like Crawl, 
got guys like Andrew, Robert. Um, you know, man, it's just the it, future is bright. So I'm just glad that I, you know I'm somewhere where you know I can come in, I can contribute in any way that I can, and like I said, just be a professional about it. Cat was joking the other night before the game on the tip-off show when I asked him about your absence being ill. He said you're already fitting right in because the illness has been going around. A bunch of guys have already missed time, but I know that's probably not the way you wanted to start your, your Timberwolves career. Oh yeah, not at all, man. But you know, I'm just glad to be here, man. Uh, you know, I missed that game, but you know, I'm here today. Uh, Ray, just go out there and just lace them up again and just go out here and just compete with my new teammates. It's kind of been a down year for you offensively in Atlanta. How would you describe what you've gone through this year compared to previous years when we've seen you in Brooklyn and Portland? Uh, I mean, you know, just certain, you know, organizations provide, you know, different situations for you. And, uh, and obviously, you know, where it was in Atlanta, it didn't work out, uh, obviously because of the trade. But, uh, you know, man, I, I still, you know, you know, wish Atlanta the best. Uh, you know, they got a bright future over there with the young core that they have over there that they're building up and, you know, allowing them to, you know, get some production out there. So, uh, but, you know, man, I'm just glad to be in a system where, you know, like I said, it's very familiar. Portland and, and Brooklyn have very similar sets. So, you know, man, I, I have a feeling kind of already without even playing a game where I can, you know, be most effective and get my shots at. But, like I said, Andrew and Carl already draw a lot of attention on the offensive end. So I think my job is, you know, just Make it a little easier for them so that, you know, when they get double teams or teams where, you know, game planning and, you know, just send, you know, multiple guys at them, you know, just knock down shots, man. So just do whatever I can offensively, defensively. This team generates a lot of catch and shoot opportunities, wide open looks, corner threes. Those are all things you excel at. You kind of excited about that uh, that opportunity? Oh, yeah, 100%, man. So I'm just looking to get out there and playing, man, and just, you know, doing what I can do. Alan, appreciate the time. Good luck tonight. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, big thanks to both of those guys. Yeah, should be plenty of opportunities for Crab to let it fly in the coming days and weeks. Stay tuned. We will wrap up the show next here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Rep the pack and get your hands on everything Timberwolves at the Timberwolves Team Store located on the Skyway level of Target Center. Shop the latest apparel like jerseys, hats, and on-court gear, and even purchase special memorabilia. Visit TimberwolvesTeamStore.com or stop by the Team Store at Target Center today. Welcome back inside the show. Final segment time now. And earlier this week, we had a very special night at Target Center because for the first time since 2015, the Wolves were in action on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's, of course, an annual tradition for the NBA to showcase some great matchups for MLK Day. Here's big man Carl Anthony Towns on the importance of the holiday. MLK Day is a special day because it shows uh, unity, courage, strength, and a man who uh, wanted the equality for each, for every one of us, not only just for uh, African Americans, but for all races. And for him to uh, put his life on the line uh, for his cause of what he truly believes in shows uh, a courage and a strength that a lot of us don't have and uh, needs to be recognized. And Kat adds that still to this day, MLK's leadership and legacy inspires so many. I think Martin Luther King was a great leader because he understood the, how to talk to people, communication with people, psychology of people, and the biggest thing is he had a message that was different than everyone else was saying. You know, everyone was speaking of violence and he was speaking about peace and peaceful uh, protests. So uh, Martin Luther King uh, spread a new word uh, that resonated with a lot of people and uh, made people understand that violence is not the only way. Now, as far as memorable Timberwolves moments that took place on MLK Day, it's tough to top the unforgettable memories that took place inside of Target Center 20 years ago. The Wolves were hosting the Indiana Pacers in an MLK Day matchup, and the home team trailed by two with just 1.7 seconds left. 
Here's how those final seconds sounded first on the local TV broadcast and then the national telecast. It will be Sealy for the win. Oh, yeah! You have got to believe. Here comes Sealy, a three. Malik Seeley draining the three-pointer as time expired, immediately falling to the floor in triumph, mobbed and tackled by both fans and teammates alike. FSN's own Tom Hanneman caught up with Seeley afterwards. I told him to switch and let Sam take it because Sam had been sitting on the bench. Sam saw me come off wide open, he got me the ball, I got a good look at it, and I just let it fly. Did you survive the tackling afterwards? I was so out of breath by the time they all landed on me that it didn't much matter. Just an incredible moment in Timberwolves history and much like the late Sealy himself, one that will not soon be forgotten. That's going to do it for this week's show. A very big thanks to both of the Allens, Crab and Horton, for joining us in our second segment. And thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in. We will talk to you again next week here on Wolvescast on the Timberwolves Radio Network.